Hello and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online. 24-7 here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. As you perfectly well know, when you go to that address, there are two links. The first one is our podcast uh, link, our RSS feed, as it were. And the show you're listening to right now is the first show on that list. It'll play uh, from the beginning exactly as you would expect any podcast to play. However, should you choose the second link, appropriately named our radio link, or radio loop actually, sorry, four letters beginning with an L uh, in any event, um, you get the show at whatever point it happens to be in the loop in which it's playing on a separate computer here in the studio, and uh, you join us at whatever point I, my, I, or in in, the, in, the, in today's case, I or David, uh, David will be with us, David Bach, uh, it being Friday, uh, he will join us in the second half of our show, but you may be picking him up, and it may seem as though it's the first part of the show, depending, once again, on um, where in the loop the show is. Well, if you like what you're hearing and you'd like to hear what came before it, once the show ends, stick around, no problem. In about three or four seconds, the show will start all over again. And of course, third option for finding us, simply look for Center Left Radio wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be there. It is the 16th of June. It is, as mentioned, a Friday. David will be with us later. And, um, well, the, the, the inevitable uh, series of topics, uh, all Trumpistly related, uh, seem to be the, uh, the, the stock in trade that we're dealing with these days. Not, sh not sure where David's going to go with all this a little later in his half of the show, but we'll, we'll see how that works out. I, I just have a few thoughts uh, to put out there about this. And this has been very interesting since uh, the, uh, the Miami indictment on Tuesday, where all this has been going. The, the big thing at first... Once Trump was indicted on, on 37 individual counts, uh, was the recognition on the part of the media, at least, I don't know, on the part of Trump people, that, that if he were to be convicted and sentenced to the full extent that federal guidelines were permitted. In other words, if a judge did not take into an account that he had never been convicted of a federal crime before, uh, much less of any crime, basically, uh, and, and, and the judge will, uh, there will be a, a, a substantial, his, his, his penalties, uh, his, his, uh, a conviction would carry much less onerous uh, uh, numbers in terms of jail time than the 20 years per count. And someone did some calculation and he'd be there, he'd be in jail somewhere around, oh, 400 years in the event that he got the worst that every one of the counts would have. And this is assuming, of course, that, yes, appropriately, that he is found guilty. Uh, 
Now, that issue uh, is further uh, complicated by when this particular trial would take, case, uh, take place. And in, in that instance, the, uh, the fact that uh, uh, Eileen uh, Cannon has apparently, appropriately, randomly been selected uh, in the 11th Circuit uh, basically, as the trial judge, it was a it, it is an algorithmic, uh, computer-based selection supposed to have no prejudice to it. Assuming that she doesn't self-recuse, and and she could, but I, I would think she wouldn't at this point. It would just look, I don't know, uh, I, I don't know how it would look, it, but it might be seen in her part, or, or she'd imagine it that she'd be projecting a sign of weakness, even though she's been reversed twice on the matter uh, concerning the appointment uh, of the uh, special uh, master to review the documents, which she had no right to do, and was uh, rather harshly reversed by the appellate division of the 11th Circuit. Okay, l l let's assume that she does not self-recuse. And, and, let's, and let's, really, let's really think in a worst-case scenario that, that Eileen somehow still has it in her head that, you know, I really still owe Donald so much. For, for appointing me, I realize that I'm not particularly experienced. I realize that people who have appeared before me uh, have said silently, but it, enough that it's made its way to news sources, that I do not appear to be a particularly experienced judge and need some guidance in the way I do things. Forget all that for a moment. Let's just say, though, that in the pretrial motions, and especially important here, would be the establishment of the actual trial date. I uh, could push and I, I could establish, I, I have the right to establish this, I could establish that this trial will not take place until um, uh, uh, after the election in 2024. It would be a solid a solid uh, 17 or 18 months from now before this case would come to trial. Now, now just by point of comparison, the New York case, uh, Alvin Bragg's case, another, people say it's not a strong case. It's not strong in the sense that it goes to the worst of what Trump has done, but it also is chronologically uh, meaningful in that it goes back to the first of the criminal offenses. Well, if you're not counting everything that was going on and that was ultimately put out in the, um, in, in, in the document that was put out by the, uh, that was uh, issued concerning Trump's activity and all of his cohorts' activities with the Russians. Okay, that landed Flynn uh, a conviction, it landed Manafort in jail, it landed uh, all sorts of his cronies who were involved in that in criminal situations, which Trump then simply forgave. Okay, so, so, so keep that. Mueller, the Mueller report, although it never said 
that these are criminal counts against you. There were 10, at least 10 major criminal counts, all of which basically uh, Bill Barr claimed, well, because, uh, because Mueller did not say straight out that these were criminal. Mueller was never going to say that. That was never part of what the document was going to read like. But since it doesn't say criminal, I will say that it's not criminal, said Bill Barr. And everybody knows that that was a crock as well. So, but just chronologically, pretty much what went on and the stuff that got uh, uh, Michael, the, Trump's earlier attorney, what got him in prison for 18 months, the Stormy Daniels activity, that's kind of what, what uh, Bragg in New York City, the district attorney, started with here. So those who would say it, it isn't quite as strong a case as the others, it may be right from a legal perspective, but chronologically speaking, okay, the stuff that put Michael Cohen in jail is the same stuff. It's been virtually all litigated already, and basically this is the stuff that will probably hit Trump first. Remember, this starts in March of 2024, and that is around the time when all of the different primaries in the Republican Party, by the end of March, beginning of April, the primaries will have happened to a, enough of an extent that the candidate will numerically most probably be established by then. Okay, so that the, the, the New York case could very well follow the establishment of Trump's official statement of being a candidate. But but keep in mind here, and this and this is another thing, of course. So well, well just 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 to put that, just to put a finer point on on the Bragg situation. If it's going to be in March, when would this trial take place? It I, I'm sure there, there are agreements, there are deals cut between uh, state and federal prosecutors all the time when there are charges pending uh, in both different jurisdictions against a defendant, and it's not uncommon to give the federal prosecutor first crack. But if Eileen Cannon should decide to push this thing, to slow walk this thing, till after the election, and, and every indication is that this is a slam dunk against Trump. Well, that would be uh, somewhat problematic uh, if that were to be the first federal uh, case. Uh, in theory, again, and this is long, long shot situation here, Trump is elected or some Republican is made president, and what they've been doing of late, his, his so-called, uh, I don't know, they're frenemies, they're, they're, they're supposed to be opponents for the, in the primary, but the most recent uh, show of, uh, of, of antipathy towards Trump huh, is that they're all talking about freeing him. They're talking about pardoning him if they're elected president. So my presidency... My argument for, for running against Donald is that if you'll elect me instead of him, I'll pardon him. One, one particular scenario, I forget who, which candidate, or, or maybe this was just posed uh, in some publication, was that uh, the, uh, the individual could become president, 
bring him in as vice president, pardon him, retire, and leave now Trump to succeed, now pardoned, and become president. All, I mean, th this is how crazy these scenarios are. This is the basis of a election? This is what is good? This is what we're presenting to the... Here's how we'll get Trump out of prison to put him back in the White House. This, this is the... This is the political thesis. It sure as hell isn't a platform, but this is the political thesis being presented by many of Trump's opponents. And by the way, this shifts from day to day. Everybody tries it out to see how it'll work on the base. The fear, the constant fear is I can't afford to lose the base between now and the time Here's the unspoken part. Well, that's the unspoken part. And here's the even more unspoken part, assuming that at some point Donald will implode so badly that he will take himself off the playing field, that his legal problems will be of such a magnitude that either he physically is unable to continue running or the base somehow, some way, gives him up. At that point, there'll have to be someone around to pick up the pieces of what is still possible in terms of a Republican uh, candidacy in the 2024 general election, presidential election. I'm the one to be there. But for now, for now, I will simply uh, keep my nose within a few inches of his uh, rather easily spotted butt and make sure that people understand that I will still do anything to support this clown, especially and including freeing him, getting him out of the hooskow the moment I am president and I'll bring it around and I'll even step away from the presidency if I have to. I, I know, I'm not sure if any one candidate said that, but that was put out there. It's, it's no less absurd than running. My can if I'm elected, I'll bring the other guy in who I'll get out of prison. I mean, think of how effing insane that is as a campaign approach. But if you're in deadly fear of a base that has been weaned on this type of venomous insanity, and you've got nothing else to present to the American people, this becomes what you run on. Trump's entire notion was that and, and, and I, don't think, I don't think he really understood just how strong the Jack Smith indictment would be or when it would be coming around in Miami. But Trump's entire notion, I guess, or what he's adapted at this point is, I am running against the notion that Joe Biden is basically trying to interrupt my candidacy by having a prosecution that he personally, Biden, is directing uh, uh, Merrick Garland, uh, you know, to, to run on his own. That, that's the theory here. So that if you basically come at me in Miami, where you've come at me now, you are essentially coming against a candidate for the presidency.
and it is totally prejudicial, and I will attempt to fight you in the court of public opinion on that basis and get sympathy and empathy from, of course, well, the base will stick with me on that, but I'll even get the middle to begin believing that this is a political witch hunt, which might have some validity except for the facts, and the facts and the timing of all this. Remember, Trump did not declare his candidacy until long after the Mar-a-Lago investigation had begun, at the point that the Department of Justice was still down there, first going into Mar-a-Lago, then being lied to, then all the obstruction, then after all that had happened, then after basically federal, federal uh, marshals, where the FBI was sent down to re-examine everything, then when the boxes were, then Trump declares, well, I'm running for president. So uh, you must be doing this in order to politically prejudice my possibilities. And it's your president, you know, the other guy, the one that never really won the election. I really won. I'm actually the real president to begin with anyway. He tells his crazies and the crazies believe it. Okay. I'm really the real president. And now the fake president is trying to prevent me from running again. The fake president, the one that's blocking me from getting back in the White House where I should be right now. You get the, you get the image. Only mistake is the facts are absolutely diametrically opposed to that. And also, he has, there's no argument to be made that, well, you know, the fact that I'm running for president means that I can't be touched for crimes. That makes no sense either. So it's all being fought in the realm of the court of public opinion and all based on absolute lies as always. Now, in the past, that might have been enough to keep Donald safe for a little while. But it's not working here. Jack Smith is not someone's subject. No, no amount of, of suggestion about attacking him or attacking his wife or, get, or, or having conservatives out there uh, putting out their addresses and everything. The, the usual tactics. Getting loonies to go to their house and stand on their lawn. The intimidation crap and everything. None of that is working. And it's not going to work. Jack Smith and his team are professionals. That's the whole point here. They're not in this politically. But what Jack Smith is, is a committed, dedicated, and incredibly professional and highly, highly successful prosecutor. This guy doesn't lose many. And he doesn't go to court until he's got all of his ducks in a row in solid gold and could prove them 10 ways to... And, and getting back to this issue about Eileen Cannon and wanting to slow walk this thing, she could do this. We'll find out in the next week what basically the time frame is on, the, um, on, on bringing this case to trial. Well, Jack, it winds up, has another option, and this was uh, somehow leaked out yesterday, I believe. There is the option of bringing an indictment for the entire, entire process in New Jersey, moving everything up to Jersey to another judge who basically, or, we, or, or to a circuit where there are no Eileen Cannons, at least, 
and that where Jack Smith would feel far more comfortable in bringing this. Nothing being said, but a lot of the, the uh, cover-up, a lot of the obstruction process happened in Bedminster, and that could move the entire case up there. Now, arguably, Cannon could say something about, well, let's bring the Bedminster part of it down to Miami. I don't know how the mechanics work there. I would think that Eileen Cannon would be ill-advised to be perceived as slow-walking this thing. It will not be to anyone's advantage, and least of all to her reputation, or that the American people would somehow find that a proper thing to do. I don't think so. I would also remind folks that with the New York case coming up first, if he gets something as slight as a two or three year uh, conviction, or the 18 months in the federal lockup, he is off the campaign trail immediately, right through the election. That will have an absolutely chilling effect on his capacity to run. I don't think that Alvin Bragg and company is basically going to... Uh, take kindly to the notion of, well, let's have a conviction, let's have a sentencing, let's impose sentence, and by the way, we'll make sure we don't execute it until Donald has a chance to become president, simply because, well, it's just the right thing to do. No, it's not the right thing to do. Then there's Fannie Willis down in Georgia, with a absolutely ironclad case based on a tape record. It was a perfect conversation, said Donald. Yes, yes, it was perfect, Donald, if you want to go to prison for basically obstruction of justice in the election or obstructing, obstructing a federal proceeding. And in Georgia, that particular situation carries, I believe, 10 years. Willis is supposed to be bringing that in another month or a month and a half. And then, of course, there's the entire Jack Smith January 6th situation that we haven't even begun yet, although every indication is that that is rolling along at high speed. Net, 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 net. Donald will be convicted of at least one of these indicted, one of the indictments will go to conviction, at least one, probably two before the election takes place. There will be no effort whatsoever made to basically keep him on the campaign trail. No, we must let him run, because, even though he has been convicted of crimes. We will, we will basically, say these different prosecutors at state and federal level, we will basically convict him. We will show that no one is above the law, but then in executing his his penalty in basically bringing and enforcing the, the initiation of the prison sentence, we will then, only then, will we prove that he is above the law and can be kept off the playing field. We will have gone so far as to have him convicted and, and basically we will go and we will prove that he is a criminal. Then we will go out of our way to basically say, but you know, 
he really is different. He's not subject to the to the to the full weight of the judicial system simply because he's running for president as a way of basically avoiding or hoping he would avoid all this. And of course, we know that he's talking about prosecuting uh, Joe Biden the second he gets in, and we know that his opponents even are talking about freeing him if they wind up uh, taking his place. We know that every illegal intention in the world, every inappropriate intention in the world, is what is driving this guy as we approach the 2024 election. For that alone... We will give him leeway, and we will not make him have, has, begin serving his sentence until we've gotten the election out of the way. Now, you'll recall back in, in 2020, rather than prosecuting Trump, uh, and, and there was a lot of talk of prosecuting him, even though he was in office up to the time of the election, the, 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 big, the big thing was, no, no, let the people decide. Do you remember that? Let the election take place. Well, the election did decide it. And naturally, Trump, being a liar and a nut and a, you know, and a complete narcissist and, 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 and incapable of taking his, you know, the, the, the pedal is, is welded to the floor and there's no steering wheel and the car only goes in one direction and it keeps accelerating and he can't stop. He has to double and triple and quadruple down. This is what you get when, when you have an individual put in a situation like this. We did decide that this guy shouldn't be there. And he should never be there. And the notion that a, a totally mesmerized group of people within the Republican Party basically are being allowed to, to put him up and maintain his, his stranglehold on what was once a viable and, 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 and respectable political party is, is criminal in and of itself. But apparently no one in a position of authority within the Republican Party has the guts to basically turn this around. There's simply the hope that he will implode along the way and one of us will get to run. Oh boy, oh boy, I hope it's me, says Ron DeSantis, because I'm just as bad and nasty and mean and as, and as arrogant and stupid and, and detestable and, and hateful and... I'm all those wonderful Trump properties. I, 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 I can keep grievance going at full thing. I could, I could persecute people just for being who they are. I could make transgender people suffer like they've never suffered in their lives. I can, I can make abortion an impossible. I could make women have to go through all kinds of hell. I can, I can be just so awful to immigrants. I can, I can, oh man, am I the perfect Trump replacement? except that you're not Donald. And, and, and the numbers still show Donald being up there. Something like, he's something like 20 points ahead of DeSantis. And pretty much most political commentators are saying that at least for purposes of the primary, even with a conviction or two, certainly by the time the actual voting takes place, at least one. Uh, well, again, it depends if something precedes the New York case, which goes to trial in March of 2024. 
If something happens before then, if somehow this case, the Mar-a-Lago case, which is a slam dunk case, which Jack Smith says he can actually do in 21 days, they've got it all. But, you know, again, the, the, the Trump tactic, and it's a permissible tactic if you can get away with it, is to delay, delay, delay. And the other side of this is going to be, let's see what Eileen, uh, when, when she sets the, uh, the, time, the time frame for this thing. If it's too late, I can virtually assure you that there will be a change of venue to New Jersey for most of what is involved in the Mar-a-Lago case. Everything that is significant within the Mar-a-Lago case will happen, and it will happen before March of 2024. But, but that that's, remains to be seen how that plays out. Donald, by every indication, is running scared at this point. His mouth is running off, of course, as always. But he has got to realize at, at, at this stage in the game that he is not in control of this. He cannot control this judicial or these judicial processes. He, he basically is is subject to whatever Jack Smith wants to do. And his lawyers are not up to it. He's still trying to find Florida representation for the 11th district, sufficient representation. He has a, a minimized team. And we're all sitting here waiting to see what, what, uh, what Eileen is going to say insofar as well, two major things also. There's a, the, in, in the indictment, it wasn't Eileen who was there. It was a different judge. And there is a, retained, a return statement requested or demanded that there must be a list of witnesses that Donald will not be allowed to have any contact with concerning this case. This includes his co-defendant, by the way, who has not been formally indicted yet because he did not have, uh, he did not have representation himself. Uh, thank God Donald didn't have, or his lawyers didn't make the ridiculous mistake of, of automatically having a... Uh, um, well, if they had represented him, that would have implied an automatic sharing situation. That gets all complicated. Who knows? In any event, Walt, whatever his name is, is not yet indicted, will be indicted, but he cannot be contacted by Donald for purposes of this case. Well, guess what? He remains Donald's valet and go-to guy and man Friday, if you will. So you tell me if there's going to be no conversation between Donald and Walt, what's his name, concerning this case. Absolutely no. It'll never happen. And Donald will never break that. And, and, and the feds will never find out about it. That's the other thing. I mean, just try, try it. Try, try not being... Uh, you know, in contempt of court for defiance of a, of a uh, witness communication uh, prohibition by the court, not by Eileen, by her predecessor. D Donald, try not to do that. Let, let's, let's see you do that.
Oh, no, no, Walt, uh, no, as we're, as, this morning as you're helping me uh, get my uh, food and uh, get my clothes laid out, we will never, ever talk about, you know, God damn, if I ever, well, of course they're going to. You know that. So there will be violations of the judicial order. I am predicting it. I am not, this is not, I'm not commenting and suggesting a, no, I am straight out predicting that will be violated. And the violation will require Trump, if it is being handled seriously, to be called before the court, pulled in, and basically sanctioned. He, and the sanctioning could be anywhere from, it, typically in federal, in the federal system, requires that someone will suffer a certain period of incarceration. First violation, this should be laid out. First violation, you're going to wind up with three nights in jail. Second violation, you'll be in for two weeks. You want to try for a third? And we'll see what happens at that point. And, and so this is going to happen. And we're just going to have to wait and see how this plays out. I do not doubt for a moment that the Jack Smith team will be able to uh, figure out that there has been communication between Trump and his valet, his, his accused valet, about this case. I... I I don't doubt that Jack Smith can find it out, and I don't doubt that basically uh, he will call it out to the court and demand that sanctions be issued by the court in this situation. So th this is another area we're going to have to wait and see on. We're going to have to wait and see on the Bedminster situation. We're going to have to wait and see on when this, what, that, that will depend on when this case is brought. We're going to have to see, on, see what goes down on the Atlanta situation with the obstruction of, a, of, of, of federal proceedings, with the election interference, with all the lies and, and everything else that's gone there. We're going to have to wait and see what happens uh, on the entire huge Jack Smith-operated uh, January 6th situation. We're going to have to watch how sentiment in the country uh, shifts presumably away from Donald as the weeks and months go on. And the sheer weight of this, the real world stuff, not the political bullshit, but as the real world reality of having a convicted felon in the White House and the possibility that he would attempt to therefore free himself as that is digested by the 65 or 70 percent of us that are rational still in this country and factored into how we might vote in 2024 or the incentive to vote in November of 2024. Let's watch how all this plays out. There, there's time. But it's, it's, it's got to be an incredibly stressful time for the Donald. I would suggest that it not be a stressful time for the rest of us. That we watch the system work. That we watch Jack Smith a consummate, consummate professional do and ply his trade and his art 
and essentially make this case go the way he expects and intends it to based on the facts and the law and everyone and everything else be damned because Donald ain't above it, because all the belly aching and screaming on the part of Republicans, all of the all of the false the false claims, all of the all of the grievance, yelling and screaming and and mongering and all of the looking to the base and 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 reconvincing them of the of of the of their absolute obligation to sustain a belief in something worse than the most absurd cult religion uh, statement of purpose possible, namely Donald's words and Donald's claims of what he did or didn't do or how he did it or what 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 it wasn't about. As all of this crumbles under the weight of the actual judicial process, as the reality of what he did becomes part of public record, even if it doesn't ever get to the point of, of, of chopping away a, a third of, of, of the really rabid base right now, the rest of the country will understand what the danger is of putting a convicted felon into the White House, a guy who has said that his first and foremost purpose in getting there will be to go on a revenge tour to basically get even with it. That the White House is mine to get even with. My job will be to get even with people who done me wrong. That's his first goal if he were to become president once again. I do not believe in the depths of my soul that America is capable or willing or even slightly, slightly oriented to the notion of bringing Donald back into the White House. That Joe Biden, just by being the rational alternative, I don't care about his age, he's got some very positive accomplishments that he can run on, and he basically is not Donald J. Trump is not under indictment, has not done anything like this. You might hear something about Hunter at some point, and that will be dealt with and factored in. The Republicans will try to make a huge thing out of it, but that's the way it goes. But if they go after Hunter, then you know that they're going, that we will get through, believe me, there will be an effort to get through the, uh, the Donald cases that much faster. The Hunter situation might be it could, it could be an indictment. I don't know. It could be some kind of a report on that. There is nothing there for the president himself, for Joe, but there may be something there for Hunter. Anything that could have been there for the president would have been brought out under the, uh, un under the Bill Barr uh, Justice Department, and they would have so helped me. You would have read it. You would have had indictments. The choice that ch they chose not to pursue it because there was nothing to pursue. But Hunter is still there. So that's, that's, that's an unknown. But could we actually imagine, could you imagine that we as a country would basically say, please, please, let us have a convicted felon in the White House. Please, let us go through this insanity all over. Oh, please, we miss the good old days. We want this to go on forever. 
We want Donald to be, we want to live through his narcissistic madness. We want to live through his viciousness. We want to live through his, his hatred. We, oh, we just need it. Please, can we have, please, sir, may I have some more? I think not. I am, yeah, I am positive, not. But what I am sure about is that this would be a perfect moment for a little jazz. This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. 
and it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can on a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make Center Left Radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident and as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Center Left Radio, thank you. You're listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz, and you're listening to us on the web at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. You already know it's Friday. We've been through this. You know how this goes. You know exactly what, well, David, what's on your mind? Well, there's a decent amount, and if you want to hear more, you can follow me on Twitter at Faces at Diaznew. Um, so I want to talk very quickly about Fox because they've had some... Uh, Interesting propaganda recently. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's Pride Month. Uh, the White House did like a big Pride event inviting people to come and, uh, you know, celebrate Pride. And they had three flags hanging from the front of the White House. It was two American flags and then it's the the trans flag with all the, the colors. It's the ugly one. It is, it's just an ugly flag. Um, so that sent every Republican into a tizzy. Uh, they they started getting upset about flag code because um, if you look at the picture and you zoom out just a little bit, you notice that there's actually another flag flying on top of the White House, uh, and it's the American flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these people are just babies, but that's not really the the issue. The issue is um, Fox News on I want to say Tuesday or Monday. I don't remember. They ran. Um, they ran a piece, and the piece said, "White House faces backlash from flag that promotes grooming and pedophilia." Critics said, <laughs> "It's they, a reminder that Eric." And then Matt Walsh is mad at them because they they supported gay people or something. Um, yeah, 
They have to. It's it's like part of yeah, part of the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By law, yes, they have to. They will not like anytime Fox News says critics say, it's them. It's they're the critics. Yeah. So they're just they're just out here, just admitting it. There there no, there is no daylight here. They just won't admit that they want to genocide the LGBTQ people. But that is the end goal. This 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 move is is that. And they support it wholeheartedly. Um, the other thing that they did was, uh, last we spoke, the indictment had been revealed. It has been very revealed, and it is bad. Um, but after Trump was uh, arraigned and arrested or indicted, whatever, whatever happened down on Tuesday, um, he gave a speech, and I guess Biden was giving another speech, and the Chiron that Fox News ran at 8.59, right before the break. So their right. argument was, oh, it just came down. Was, right, 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 yeah. Wannabe dictator speaks at White House after arresting his political opponent. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I didn't, I, obviously I wasn't watching it in real time. I have seen video of that Chiron. And who was the... Who was the commentator? I think it was Jen Psaki who made a comment on air about that, saying, I could think of 787 million reasons why that would be something that they should be taking down instantaneously. And what, ha- what, what, was, the, what was the ultimate fate of that, Chiron? How long did it last? It, it was less than a minute because yeah. it was the, in between the nine and the the United, which isn't the point. It's the point that they're putting that stuff out there because they're just diving all in on this just insanity. It's not a news organization. It's propaganda. Yeah, it's, of course. Um, and it's it's just like ridiculous because let's remember Donald Trump's had two two uh, big rallying cries in 2016. It was build the wall and lock her up. Right. Right. Then, right. Right investigated Hillary Clinton, he investigated Obama, he investigated Joe Biden, all during his presidency. Including into Joe Biden's presidency, some of these investigations continued. Right. Right. This is not a person who did not attempt to weaponize the government. There just wasn't anything there to weaponize. That's the point. That's the point. I I, I don't know. David, my sense is that if anyone is looking... For things to get more rational between now and 2024, you're in, within the, within the Republican ranks and what's left of Trump and his supporters throughout that period. I think you could expect pretty much the opposite, but but it's going to be a a further and further reduced pool. I think that this is just going to get. I, I don't know. What's your gut on this? That this is just going to get crazier. They're not going to get it, any more rational. It's going to get even dumber just, yeah just yeah. across the board dumber. And, and, like, and 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 thank you for that word i mean rather than ugly t- it's gonna get dumber i really appreciate the use of that word because that's what this is h.a hutchinson apparently pressured the rnc to say to amend their pledge oh to say that they would not support a nominee who has uh, felony um indictments against them uh and the rnc told them emphatically no that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> so the party of law and order. Is, yeah, well, it, it was. 
their defenses of this are just all the same nonsense. They don't, they're, they're just lying. First of all, like, this shit is so indefensible. Like, Donald Trump could have easily avoided this had he just given the shit back. That's why Mike Pence was cleared. That's why um, Joe Biden will probably be cleared. Uh, but Donald Trump, like, he's on tape. They have text messages. There's, like, he keeps admitting it that he just took it and he's like, it's mine. And it's not. And, like, I hope he listens to Tom Fitton more because it's it's working really well for him. Yeah. Um, and, and I think he should continue to do that. Um, oh, my. And, and like, the, the, the thing with his followers, too, is they're not going to, like... Like, the FBI got, like, all worked up about um, the courthouse and stuff. Like, they're, ne- they're, they're not going to do, like, a mass, like, riot at, a like, the courthouse or anything. I'm pretty sure, like, one of the only good things that came out of January 6th was all of these chuckle fucks don't trust anybody now. Yeah, they well they um, they, so they know they know they can wind up in jail. They know that there are people planted within their own ranks if it's some kind of an organized group, and they don't feel like winding up where so many of the January sixth uh, lunatics have wound up behind bars or or with their careers ruined or fired from their jobs or or you know or or whatever. It just just basically having their lives completely messed up. And you saw what was the what was the estimate? I mean. They were talking, I remember, they were talking on air of anywhere where, well, the Miami uh, police are prepared for anywhere between 5,000 and 50,000 people to show up. And I think the final number, and, and, and it depended on how the helicopter angle was, how, you know, how, small, how small they put it in, but I heard some estimates that the final number was 500 people, and most of them, half of them, were news media. Yeah, it's... Like, again, they cover every single second of this from, like, every single angle, and it's a little much. Um, but, like, yeah, they, they don't have the ability to, to organize this way. It's mostly going to be, like, random individual acts of terrorism. That's the like, pro- that's and that, that is your Timothy McVeigh-type stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the disturbing part. And if that's going to happen, it'll be dealt with. It's a shame, but that, that could happen. That could happen, but we don't. Well, well, it will. Like they, they constantly do this. Um, they did it for. It's it's whoever Matt Walsh is mad at this week gets gets yeah. bomb threats. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's like not an exaggeration. It's whatever, whatever institution he's lying about is treated a trans person with some type of dignity. He's just like, no, nope, you can't have that. I'm going to uh, throw a bitch fit. Um, but yeah, the other thing is they cannot govern either, because I think for the second straight week they've shut down uh, the House without passing anything because they tried to pass their fake gas bill, uh, their gas stove bill, which a reminder is not they're not coming to steal your gas stove. <laughs> there was some type of commission to study how it would affect like just crazy shit, crazy, crazy, crazy shit. I mean, just just. No, just, just, just something to say to the, to the, just red meat, lying, stupid, crazy red meat, and I don't, it's just crazy, just crazy stuff. Yeah, they couldn't even remove Adam. They couldn't even censure Adam. Smith right. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, yeah, Adam yeah. Schiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
I think it was 20, 20 Republicans voted with the Democrats on that one. Yeah, and they're going to have to um, just get Democratic support just to deal with, like, basic government functions because they're not going to be able to control their crazies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to watch how the next weeks and months play out. I was saying in the earlier part of the show that uh, the, the 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 really interesting thing that I'm looking forward to this coming week will be to see where Eileen Cannon comes down on scheduling the trial, the Mar-a-Lago based trial. At this point, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the, the little game that'll be played between her and Jack Smith if Jack Smith decides, based on Eileen Cannon pushing this thing way out past the election, which she could if she wants to actually uh, continue to be, uh, be perceived as paying back Donald for the goods that, you know, for the wonderfulness that he's done in, in bringing her onto the bench, I could see Smith bringing this back and re, re changing, recharging this entire thing uh, in New Jersey because so much of the cover up, so much of the, uh, of the obstruction took place in Bedminster. So, so this is going to be a curious thing the timing of the different trials. Uh, but what I was reminding people earlier was that no matter what, the New York trial takes place in March. There will be a conviction at the New York trial, and he will at least get the same amount of time that Michael Cohen got for the same exact crimes. Now, it's, or, and some of them worse, actually. This is going to be fascinating because unless, for some reason, Alvin Bragg, after really showing the world that, that no one is above the law, suddenly, for some reason, decides that, well, we shouldn't impose the jail time until after the election. Barring that, and I think that there's the chance of him doing that, or a billion to one, Donald would be in prison for the remainder of the campaign through the election and through the inauguration. That's an interesting thing to think about. Everybody keeps diminishing the significance of the New York case, but that New York case is what takes him off the field. And that's the one you got to watch right now. If nothing else shows up, New York takes you off the field and it can't be pardoned by anybody, certainly not on the Republican side. I just throw that out there. Yeah, I still think this is a easier case to, like, tell to the public. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's... The, 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 the Mar-a-Lago case. The Mar-a-Lago case, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. I, I agree. But you see, the public is not trying this case. The court is trying this case. The jury is trying yeah, this case. Yeah, but it's not about the, the public trying the case. It's about the public's response to whichever case it is. Right, right, because right. Because right. they'll, like, lose their shit if it's, if you know. I mean, they're going to lose their shit either way. But, like, having it as the as this case, I think, as the Mar-a-Lago case, is more clear-cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, think would have a larger impact on his um, justice base of support. This is true. It's also pretty, pretty telling that there are like very few Republicans running for president who could like say that their guy getting indicted is is bad. Yeah. Well, they're all talking about you know freeing him. If I'm elected. My purpose as president would be to free Donald Trump, <laughs> which means I'm absolutely certain he's going to wind up in prison by then. 
You know, you know, it's it's it's. I will have no. I I can't imagine that he'd win. So therefore, the first thing I would do would be to free him from prison or something to that effect. Or the implication being that you know to uh, to you know expunge all guilt from the guy. Ah, uh, David, 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 David. This is why they play the games. This is why we do this show. This is why you and I do what we do, and we do it to make sure that that people are are getting some rational explanation of what's going on, that the insanity of the bullshit that's coming out from Trump and, and, his, and his cohorts and his sycophants there is brought to light. You, ju you can't just let that fly out there on its own. Us and I think more and more people will go in that direction, I think, as time goes on. I, for one, had this sense in the last week since the indictment that... There, there is a, there is an atmospheric change, not not a radical, not a radical shift in everything just yet, but there's an atmospheric, let's call it a shift, taking place. You could feel the, the 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 nuttiness that's out there on the Republican side doesn't even have the incredibly thin veneer that is usually on it to give it some some semblance of rational notion uh, for the base or anyone else willing to listen, even that is beginning to slip away. And I'm noticing that. But basically, at this point, uh, we have to watch it. We have to go through it. We have to, we could talk about it forever, uh, but uh, this is why they play the games. And uh, we'll be keeping up with it constantly for as long as, as long as we can and as long as necessary. And I thank you once again uh, for being part of uh, Fridays here on Center Left Radio. Again, where can people hear you? Uh, they can follow me on Twitter at Faces Ideas Now. Okay, great. Well, I'm looking, I expect people to do that. that. That is your assignment, people. Listen to David wherever you can, whenever you can. And uh, thank you for joining us again here at Center Left Radio. And, and I give you another assignment. Sit back with us, relax, think about it, don't get too crazy. Remember, we're the progressive voice of hope, hope, politics and jazz. And I, and I like, when I think of hope, I think of music. And when I think of music, I, I, I can't help but think of a little more jazz.
listening to Central Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. It's becoming increasingly obvious. It, it became, it's crystallizing. There is no defense. There is no group defense that can be brought to the charges that are coming at Trump. Everybody is talking about his other, the other opponents are talking about pardoning him. So they can't defend him. Just bitch, moan, and claim grievance. That won't work in court.